Yo, what up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. Today, I'm joined by an OG uh, Asian in America. Uh, he is a jeweler to the stars. Um, I, he is a persona in hip hop. We've all seen, or you've seen, pop up in music videos to live performances on videos. Um, he's he's a Vietnamese American man who's made a name for himself in the jewelry business. It's the OG from Houston, Texas. This is Mr. Johnny Dang. How you doing, sir? Very good, man. You gotta shake what your hand. Do? How you doing, sir? Thank you, man. Thank you for having me in here. Nah, nice. nah, for sure. I mean, I feel like I, you know, my show became very uh, Asian centric in a way where I just had had this wide network of like Asian homies doing some crazy stuff in America, and like mm-hmm. you're one of the dudes. You're like a, kind of an OG in that sense. You know what I mean? Um, Appreciate that. Yeah. For people who aren't familiar, uh, Johnny Dang is a jeweler. Um, and you immigrated to America in 96, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you, you kind of just jumped into the jewelry g- game in America because you come from a long line of jewelers. Right. right. Yeah. So um, I read an article that you said your father and your grandpa was a jeweler. Yeah, actually, my grandfather was a jeweler back in Vietnam, you know, when I was a kid. And it's totally different. Uh, because they also make like Asian jewelry, more like uh, 24 karat gold, mm. uh, small, small, because gold is so high values in, in the country like Vietnam. Right. So it's, it's, it's the piece is like real, real small. It would talk about like half a grams, one grams of gold. Right. It's, you know, and is, is, is it more for like the wealthy still over there? Maybe, right, 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 right. So, you know, over there you have a piece of go you you must be very rich right and then it was was it a culture shock to come from that kind of jewelry game to america where everything is just like way bigger and larger right it's totally 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 different and uh i even i sometimes i just sit back and think about how could i make it it's kind of like american dream right you know when i came here i didn't have an idea that i would be a jeweler <clears throat> you know so when I was in Vietnam, my father kept letting me know that, oh, you do, after school, you need to go and learn how to make jewelry. Just got a second job. Right. Because uh, he, my main focus was studying and finish my college. Mm. And beside the college, I just study. I went. But to go, go to learn how to make jewelry in Vietnam is weird. It's different. Because you spend half a day just to do like, clean up the house, cleaning up, do like service for the, the boss. Right. And only half day you can be able to sit down and do the work. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, how old were you when you came to America? Like 23. Oh, 23. Oh, so yeah. you're going right into finding a job and figuring out what you're going to do, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I just came here, I was so boring. And second day, I went to flea market with my uh, cousin. Right. Yeah, my cousin have a small shop in flea market. Right. So I just told him, oh, let me come and help you just have fun because I have nothing to do at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, this was a flea market in Houston? In Houston, right. Yeah, right. and then what are the, like, what's the, I know Houston has an interesting system with how the city is split up, right, with the wards. Right. Where, where was this uh, flea market at? It's more like 45 South. The name of flea market, they call like King Flea Market. Yeah, it's uh, it might be the the first part. It might be 
the lead where I become hip hop jewelers because mm. in that flea market there are a lot of like hip hop American like mixed people selling mixed mix tapes and mix stuff yeah and like they sell stuff like outside door outdoor you know so that's where like the part of you being a jeweler kind of leaned more into the hip-hop side hip-hop size, exactly yeah. and and did you at the time when you were doing a thing in the flea market did you meet a lot of artists that weren't famous yet but became famous from there or like from uh, not really yeah even i'm honestly i would ha i would not recognize them even i met them right because when they just came did not speak english well and kind of like had my cousin to repair so I have no idea about hip hop world. Mm. I never ever listened to one hip hop song before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't even <laughs> no idea. You didn't even know what hip hop sounded like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I just went there, worked with him, and few years later, that's where I started go to the mall. I go to the club, do promo when I have my own spot. That's where I start with uh, coming up hip-hop artists like right. local artists you know right 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 mm. hey if you do me a favor just turn down his mic a little bit just the number one just mm. that knob just a little bit yeah. check 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 okay yeah. cool uh not too much you have to it's like very sensitive you know what i mean mm. okay cool all right so um what um how many years did, were you at the flea market and then it ended up expanding did you expand a few, few years actually only one uh, about two years did uh and then uh, he have another shop at another flea market so he couldn't handle two shop and he said hey he just sold to me one but it's it's say it's called a shop but actually it's just two showcase one uh, jewelry decks repair and the bar in the back to put a name but jewelry repair that's it it's yeah. nothing in the empty spot yeah yeah hold that thought one second i just gotta shout out skillshare Fun with Dumb is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Um, I know you guys can learn a couple things as well, right, G2? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Signing can, up now. Yeah, you can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. One thing um, I actually used for this is like learning my iPad. Oh, really? Oh, I, Yeah, I didn't know about, you know, I, well, like uh, I take like little drawing classes for yeah, my yeah, iPad because yeah. I'm trying to like sketch more and stuff. Dope. And on here, you can just type it in on the search and find that. Um, my experience with Skillshare has been great. Um, and, you know, lifelong learning is very important to 100%. me. 100%. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you go through the schooling system and it's up to you after that to keep that thirst for knowledge. And this is a great site because there's every little thing you can do lanyards or you know whatever. Ooh, wow. lanyard sounds interesting. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a Google for skills. That's yeah, great. yeah. Skillshare.com. You know, there's classes, and you'll recognize some people teaching these classes too. Oh wow! Like people who are like Dope. experts in their field. Uh, Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. You get two months of Skillshare for free. What? That's right. Skillshare is offering fun with dumb listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash dumb, D-U-M-B, and don't be dumb. Go there right now. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash dumb to start your two months for free now. That's actually pretty dope. That's a good, yeah. Yeah, two months free. Yeah, That's I mean, awesome, I know yeah. you've been in Korea for a minute, so just, you know, if you want to brush up on your English. That's Skillshare.com <laughs> <laughs> Skillshare slash dumb. Oh. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break to let you guys know about Hemp Fusion. They just sent me this product, and uh, I've been taking it. It's been helping me with energy, sleep, and stress. Um, I think there's a lot of confusion about CBD. Our bodies actually already produce natural uh, cannabinoids, uh, ca- cannabinoids and plant-based CBD um, that helps naturally balance our bodies. Um, unlike other CBD products, Hemp Fusion has CBD plus omegas. Um, this is a great product. I've been using it. It's been helping me um, like sleep mainly. And um, this is uh, available both online and at natural product retailers near you. We ship everywhere in the U.S. And uh, right now, I'm going to give you a promo code for all my listeners. Uh, just type in FUN for 20% off of your first order and free ship and free shipping at hempfusion.com. So go to hempfusion.com, that's promo code fun F U N and get Hemp Fusion shipped anywhere in the US for free. So go right now, that's F U N for 20% off and free shipping at hempfusion.com. Yee. What what was your first thought of when you just started seeing hip hop artists come into there and you know they're asking for these pieces that are pretty gr- crazy looking and grand and different, right? Yeah, the first I met them in the club. Yeah, you know, um, after from flea market, I opened a, another small spot in the mall, and then I started went to, I started going to the club so I can promote, pass out a flyer. Mm. That's where the first know about hip hop. But I I started recognize DJ first. You know, make deal uh, to know DJ. Yeah, uh, to be friend with them, and then they introduce me with a couple of re- rapper, local rapper, what? and uh, Paul. Paul was, you know, back then Paul, he one of my very first client. Mm-hmm. And and this was when he was starting to get some buzz, or right when he yeah. started, he was still a DJ in the club. Right, Paul was a DJ, and then he started getting a little bit more popular about rap. Yeah. So you you yeah. have like a come up like a, a a rapper coming up going to the clubs you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> like a rapper exactly. trying to get just their like stuff played exactly just like Charlie same Charlie you went to the club buy out a flyer promote yeah and uh, you know connect with DJ and the promoter so they introduce me to a rapper right right know? and a lot of I remember a lot of a little bit more popular rapper they didn't want to to see me mm. you know they say because it's fun yeah they're probably not even used to seeing like oh some asian Jesus. dude in the in the in the scene right exactly like, exactly yeah what, what was like the first kind of custom piece that you made because before you're just it's just kind of a jeweler right you're mm-hmm. kind of doing simple pieces and stuff was there uh do you remember like the first time you did like a big custom piece i actually i did i started a lot of i started making a lot of big cup custom piece but that's not for the artist mm. so i saw um, when i do a lot of repair right oh i see and then a lot of regular customer they just came to me and asked me to make a big big custom piece but that they're not the artist they're not but stars or celebrities they're not star celebrity yet yeah and then uh, from there they were when they couple after that i started with for more for hip-hop a lot of big piece, a lot of expensive ones. I really started with regular client, regular customer. Yeah, and yeah. What what kind of uh, uh, clients were you dealing with in Houston in particular besides the hip hop crowd? Is it just 
I mean, just the general public, right? But is it, uh, I mean, is it like business guys or what, you know? Uh, you mean back then or for now? Back then? or Back then, yeah, I did most of thing I did back then is just, I started with jewelry repair. Mm -hmm. So all day long, we sit down, do jewelry repair. Of course, we did not sell at a showcase because I didn't have merchandise. I didn't have jewelry to sell. So I just did like a lot of some of customers, they saw me like making the other jewelry. So they just place order like cut to make. That's what I started. Small, small piece and become big. The biggest piece I make back then like two, three inches. Mm. Nothing compared with it right now. But, uh, and then of course I start with hip hop flea market. That's what I do with a lot of black you know yeah yeah yo shout out also to better help is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals there's plenty of things for me uh better help online counsel counseling is there for you i know specifically for the asian american community or the asian community uh you know therapy is a little taboo yeah. you know you you talk to something about your parents and like get over it that's therapy <laughs> yeah. but over here with better help you connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment it's so convenient. Get help on your own time and at your own pace. This is like really fusing in therapy and the current technology because um, you can go on in multiple platforms through text, chat, photo, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours and licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma. This is like breaking down Rick's life right here. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you share is confidential and I got a special deal, deal for deal, <laughs> dear, special deal for all y'all. Um, it's a truly affordable option. And uh, the Fun With Dumb listeners right now will get 10% off your first month with discount code FUNWITHDUMB. No spaces. That's FUNWITHDUMB. So why not get started today? Go to BetterHelp.com slash FUNWITHDUMB. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them, asses, um, help them assess. <laughs> God damn. Do they got a fucking vocabulary section I can get some better help with? Yeah, yeah, my bad. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash funwithdumb. That's betterhelp.com slash funwithdumb. Use my discount code funwithdumb to get 10% off your first month. Yeah, did, did I... You um just seeing like your family and you said this earlier like you said your dad didn't really necessarily want you to go into the jewelry industry or what or uh, actually or was he, it family? no he wanted he did yeah because it's a very big family business right like um yeah my 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 father my grandfather was jeweler in Vietnam okay yeah he's not in here right so my my father was here in 1986 he had a jewelry store for a couple of years. But it got shut down before we came here. I think he got shut down in like ninety two. He was sending he was sending money money back to the family out in Vietnam while he was working out here. Is that what it was? A little or, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Because uh it's tough for him because he was here by himself. Right. And do the work, try to you know, in order to immigrate me, my mom's and my brothers here. He had to show he have a lot of income, right? To bring us here, right? So he had to do a, do a lot of work to put money, pay a lot of tax, so they can show like he got enough income. So he really did not spend a lot of money back 
back home, you know. Yeah, and that must have been kind of a tough time because you got you didn't see your father for a while, right? For ten years. For ten years. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, he went back a little bit during the times he went oh, he like did. two three times. Yes. Okay. To do the paperwork, visited us, but my father's was a shoulder of South Vietnam. You mm-hmm. know, Vietnam, South Vietnam, and North Vietnam. Right. The war just finished in 1995. Mm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The war finished in 1975. Yeah. So my father's war on the South Vietnam. I see. So after the war finished, they put him in jail for years. Right. So he escaped it and went, and went to America like 10 years after, like 86. Right. So he got locked up like almost more than 10 years. So we didn't see him. Seen there like the, from from my born until he escaped. Yeah, we didn't see him for ten years. So Basically, the whole my China right. childhood twenty three years before he even left Vietnam. You didn't see him for <laughs> a lot. Like, right. I haven't seen my father a lot when I was born up till twenty three years old. Right, right, right. Uh, is it is this still a family business right now? Or uh, no, not really. You kind of take you've taken on the right. Torch. When I opened, I did myself. Of course, my family helped me. My father and my mom, mm-hmm. when I was in f- there, so he helped me for a little bit, for a couple of years, and they retired after that, you know. Yeah. 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 I've, um, I, I, tell me a little bit about, like, your store now, you know, coming from the flea market to, like, this crazy facility you have. Because I, I saw a little bit on you talking about it on, like, GQ interview, Forbes interview. But it's like, I'm, I, and I was planning to visit Houston this weekend, yeah. but there was a huge storm. But uh, yeah, what's what's this? It's like sixteen thousand square feet or something like that. Yeah, the sixteen thousand square feet store. Right. Yeah, it's like I say, it's dream come true, man. It's I never ever thought. Sometimes I just sit down and think back, like how the hell I could make it. It's tough because I started with five hundred dollar for the first six months. Right. After that, thirty five dollar a day, I make thirty five dollar a day. But whenever I work because flea market on, only open three days. Right. So the re, another day, Monday to Thursday, I went to work for somebody else. They pay me like $35 a day. Wow. And I never collect the salaries. I never get paid because all my money, when the end of the week, I buy gold so I can bring to flea market and sell. I'm like, how do you fill up 16,000 <laughs> square feet with jewelry? That's a lot of jewelry right there. It is a lot up to now. So from there to now for years and now i got i'm happy to have like i feel one of the biggest jewelry stores we have like 53 some showcase right i had to build a big vote to to put all the jewelry in there and you have a lot of uh like like how many employees do you have in a store like that include a man up to now we have like 60 60 60 oh wow yeah and, and big payroll right. every two week crazy payroll <laughs> right, right, right. Just a row of like uh, custom jewelry makers as well, or what? Like, yeah, we do a lot of custom jewelry now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, of course, the big showroom. I have two jewelry store. One at uh, Softtail. That's where I started. It's about fifty minutes from my main location right now. And the second one in the factories where we pr- produce all the jewelries. So uh, my employees, they, we have a jewelers. And we have a salesman. We have an online because we sell. We have a team to sell online. 
Right. Even to do social media, it's got like six people. What <laughs> What's the first time you ever traveled to do custom jewelry? When I was uh, at Sartar, when I met Paul Wall, big shout out to Paul mm-hmm. Wall. When I met with him and then um, we team up to do the grill. Right. Because back then I did not sleep, speak English well, you know. And of course, when I be partnered with him, it's easy because he DJ in the club. He be coming up rapper and he can help me to deal with the customer. Right. So when Paul got popular, he started, he started going to tour. So that's where the first oh, time I traveled. You went on tour with him? With Paul. Yeah. And then crazy, me and him, we travel like almost a lot of places like overseas yeah. to Sierra Leone, Africa. Right. We went to Europe, like everywhere. I China. Like, I love how Paul Wall was the first Vietnamese translator for uh, Johnny <laughs> Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. So you're traveling overseas. Did you go to Asia too or what? Yeah, we went to Macau. Wow. Paul Wall, he got booked with uh, when he did the, when the him. And Nelly got a real song came out, a song real popular. Mm-hmm. So they booked uh, Paul Wall Nelly to Macau. So that's a good thing. Back then, whenever whoever booked Paul, Paul said we they need extra ticket for TV Johnny. Back then they called me TV Johnny right, for the right. net. So I traveled with him. Where, where did where did the TV come from? The nick and the nickname. It's just um, when I opened in flea market, right? So, so we did not get any name, so we put like TV juries. T stand for my name. Oh, okay. Like my my original name, like Vietnamese name is Tuan. Right. They start with T, V like Vietnamese. So my father just like think like we don't know what the name we put in there. Just a ball right in the back of repair. So he put he write his handwriting, TV jewelry. Oh, so it was the ball. name of the shop in the, the uh yeah. yeah. They call TV jewelry. Damn. Yeah. So I, I, I and then so I got the name Johnny. That's why they call me like TV Johnny. Mm. We got to start with coming in there, TV jury. I uh, I was I was talking to because um, one my managers are actually you know Far East Movement the three uh they're Asian group oh, Far right, East Movement right, right. like you know fly like a G six back in the day right, and right. my manager was telling me like because I was telling him I was gonna interview you and uh, like he had your contact and stuff I guess from a while back when they had like the hit on the radio and stuff right. and uh, they had visited um I think I met I met them. Yeah, I met some couple for times. sure. Probably like back in the day or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. What? Um. So, you you were touring with Paul Wall. This was like what early two thousands or something like that, or late nineties. No, early two thousands. Yeah, early yeah, two thousand. Two thousand three. I don't I don't remember exactly the times. Right, you know? right. And you were getting out there, and you were. This was when you were traveling, and you were doing molds of people Do, like two in different cities. Right, right. And sometimes Paul, Paul doing Paul still doing right now. But back then, even I could not travel, Paul still making the more for the artist and bring the more to me and I make the grill. Oh, know? okay. Yeah. He still he still does that right now? Yeah, right he's now? still doing this now. Oh, wow. Once in a while, Paul doing it, you know. Right, right, right. Wait, what's, um? so like, just, I have a lot of listeners that aren't even in the hip hop world, right? So mm. what what's the process of like, say somebody wants something custom, right? Uh, the process is, is simple. Custom, we uh, you give me idea what you want. You talk about custom jewelry, right? Yeah, like grill. like if we take a, like one of these like action figures and decide to make this a whole you know diamond and studded with gems and gold and everything, like what would be the process? The easy. If you want to make the piece like that, all I do is just get the picture of the piece. For now, back then I do a lot of by hand. 
I mm. create the wax by hand and do the casting. Hand, and but meaning you look at this look and then you carve it. Carve it. Right, exactly. right, right, right. That's wow. what I did when I started. That's crazy. But now we use the wax, like they call the metric, one of the jewelry wax software. So we draw, draw all detail by the software. Mm. So we use from software, we run to the wax. That's like a 3D scanner, right? Like it scans this 3D wax. Right. And also, they also do that. Like if I have a real object, I can 3D scan. From 3D scan, they create, they convert to the jewelry software. And then we, we make the wax from there. Yeah, I, I saw you. I saw in the interview you saying that that machine alone costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> machine. We started. I started bought the machine like fifteen, twenty thousand, but after that, the machine now is cost like hundred thousand. Oh wow! The same machine? They, no, different oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, a different yeah. day they, the because the tech technology, you know, they change a lot. So the newer machine do a much better job. Mm. The wax come out much cleaner. How often, like when you're collaborating with like artists and on on a piece, like how involved are the artists with the piece? Do they do they try to be involved in exactly what they want, or do you kind of also suggest? Depends. A lot of artists very picky, yeah. like Young Dolph, like you know he want a little bit detail what he like, and uh, Rick Ross. I do a lot of work for Rick Ross, but the artist like Rick Ross is more easier. He know my, you know, the the job I've been doing for him, you know, like Little John, I just make the real big piece for him, just a piece I sell got hundred thousands, mm. but he give me whatever I do, my own create. Yeah. Yeah. He say, hey, just make me a lion piece. Yeah, I feel like you kind of got into that place where artists trust you, right? Right. That's a, up to now. That's the thing. They they do a lot of trust on me. Right. So I just create and get it done. I, I liked a lot of the uh, stuff, I, you know, in the Forbes article, there was like these kind of like rules you live by. Yeah. Like, can you share a little bit of that? Because I thought that was really cool. Like, it was like a list of stuff that you mentioned, you know. Uh, yeah, my, um, my, my main rule, the very first and, and even I started is be honest to be in order to get the trust to earn the trust from people mm -hmm. that's the most important to me trust. especially yeah, especially in jury business because uh, if you're dishonest you're going to lose a lot if you lose the trust from clients from even friends from everyone you're going to lose a lot right so my number one rule is real be honest and I don't know if you know but a lot because of my honesty bring me a lot of benefit Mm. It's true story. The very first time I have a diamond. Back then, I didn't have a lot of people try to sell me diamond and still worry because they, a little by little, five carat, ten carat diamond, and then they couldn't. I'm, I'm beginner jeweler. They could not. I scared give me credit. Right. I I still remember very well. I went to a couple vendor, asked them, hey, can I buy you ten thousand dollar? Give you five thousand, and I, I owe you five thousand. They say no. Because they didn't know me yet, you know? Right. So I say, cool, I'm going to earn the trust from you. That's why, I so I'll be honest. And one time, I one of the client, the diamond dealer, accidentally forgot the whole 
pass the diamond at my shop. It's worth like twenty some thousands. Oh wow! So they I call left, him they, back. He yeah. left at my shop and I didn't even know. So I call him back and return back him the back of diamond, just because of that honesty. He gave me like full trust. That means like after that, he gave me credit of diamond like none limits. Like say whatever you needed, let me know. I supply you. I give you the diamond. You know. Yeah. So to me, honesty is a very important. Yeah, and of I my feel business. like it's a it's a business where it's easy to be dishonest because a lot of people don't have the knowledge of jewelry and diamonds and gold or whatnot, right? Right. People don't have like regular people don't have knowledge of that, so it's easy to kind of trick people in this stuff. Exactly. What, what's like that's a main that's a second most important thing too. Second thing we deal with the customer, I have to build a trust with the customer by being honest. By to be like delivery, whatever I, I promise. Not only timing, also the quality going diamond, you know. Right. So they, otherwise, it's hard for people to spend tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, but they don't trust you. Mm. They very tough, you know. What What's like one of the top mistakes that I, regular people make who don't know much about jewelry when they make a purchase? Is there like a one advice you can give just to? Kind of prepare anybody. It's two different timing. It's two different timing. Back then, a lot of them they didn't know. I'm talking about right now, right? A lot of mistake people can be made because of they call social media, social media jewelers, mm -hmm. street jeweler, the jeweler that they can promote very well on video, picture, but they don't have a jewelry store. Mm. They don't have something that back them up for their products. If you don't like your product, uh, you send money, you might. I have a lot of so many customers call me and complain about different jewelry. I don't want to call their name out, but different social media jeweler and say they send them money, but they could not go after them. So I say, that's nothing I can do just because you want a little bit cheaper. Of course, they can tell you cheaper just to get your money. But how can you go after them to collect your money if they don't deliver it? Because they don't, all they do is just Instagram pay, Facebook pay, not even bill box or your phone number. Right. Phone number, they block them. The worst thing is they block them by the number. If you keep loading right, them up right. on social media, <laughs> you got blocked. Yeah, now yeah. you got left out, lost of money, and be so mad. So that's the thing. A lot of people got it's lost like by getting, that. It's like getting a chain off of Craigslist or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you sound so cheap. Like say, hey, I got a half a kilo go and sell for you 10000 People love cheap stuff thinking they were about to win. That's, a, that's the most tricking. Right, right, right. It, I, I've, uh, I saw that in your uh, Forbes. Um, I'm not in your Forbes, but the GQ. You did a collaboration with Godzilla, the movie. Right. And that was cool. And I know there's a lot of collaborations you do. Is there like a dream collaboration, whether it's a company or a celebrity that you would like to do and you still haven't done? Uh -huh, Yeah, of course, a lot. Of yeah. course. But movie is the, the, the very big deal that I got called from uh, Warner Brothers, mm. the, the movie companies, you know. Yeah. Before the movie released, they, they asked us to do make the deal with them to create a piece actually they pay for it it pay, but it's still big the honor for me to create from the picture to a 3d to render wax to cast to make the whole piece you know 
and that's cool that that was just so they can get that made at just to promote the movie right it was right. like who's gonna wear the chain like the director or something like <laughs> just promote the movies but more have have you collaborated with anybody like what's the biggest like vietnamese famous artist or person that you've you know collaborated with uh i haven't done anything yet i just did couple jewelry for them like hong ngoc ha is uh, one of the latest one i do i have relationship with sue boy one sue of boy, the yeah. uh, rapper vietnamese yeah. queen of rappers mm-hmm. and uh we actually did a little bit small jewelry you know vietnamese even rapper or, or the artists they don't wear a lot of jewelries right even the rich they got a like the, the new artist i just did the grill and the ring for her she 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 got a million dollar house in vietnam yeah. she make like every show hundreds and thousands compared with Vietnamese it's a big big money but she did not you know she not they don't even wear a lot of jewelry not not too flashy yeah but she got a couple of rings like two two hundred thousand dollar rings right 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 <laughs> what what's the what's the next step for you um I mean I feel like you've done a lot of you've gone into a lot of different areas as a jeweler that a lot of jewelers would have never thought you can go into right like a collaboration yeah. with a movie, movie. Or, or or rappers you know and just expanding grills into mainstream culture but like mm. what what would be another thing what, what do you what, what are you doing maybe you're doing something already that's going to be like something new or a different field you know uh, of course man uh, money make money as a businessman Of course, I've been making a lot of money for years. I still try to make more money. <laughs> right, right. I'm about to release. Uh, it's secret. It's, I nobody know it yet. But we're going to do like just closing lights. I release. I'm partner up with uh, Frankie, one of my friends, and Tony. So they they Asian, they Vietnamese. I know Chinese. Oh, nice. So we teaming up to about to release uh, a closing lights. But we do something different. Your guy, you're going, you're going to see. I don't want to do too much, give too much information right now. But there will be a different closing lights and come out nice. Something new. You know, that's it. And on my business is, I keep expanding it. I keep doing it. Uh, right now, you only have um, locations in Houston, right? right? Is that something that you think about expanding outside of Houston as well? Or... I toss it sometime, but it's it's hard to control. It's, right. it's, it's hard to manage. Yeah, I feel like you know it is a business that you're dealing with a lot of money at the um you know because you see all these videos on like world star and shit of like robberies happening. I mean, I'm sure you've been in some like dangerous situations too. I right? I got robbed a few years ago. A few years ago, what 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 happened? It was. Uh, I was in Galleria Mall. I have a shop in Galleria Mall, one of the four biggest malls in America, real big. Yeah. It's like 8 p.m. We, I was in the office like regular day every day. Four customer, yeah, four customer in the store and two employees. They just went in, and get the gun and make us, you know, lay down and break the four showcase, four biggest showcase. And the mall is like business drink, but just busy during this business, time. Yeah, yeah, right in front of Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, they took them like almost three and a half minutes. To break a showcase and two dollars, million dollars of jewelry. Wow, crazy! A million dollars worth of jewelry. Yeah, they told me like the value like four point five millions. Wow! In four minutes, I lost like fifty five big Rolex, ice house. Did they ever catch them? Or? Crazy! They never ever caught it. Oh wow! I got a full video, but I never released that 
on online. Right, like, right, right. You right. know, my, my shop always have crazy cameras with all the video. But the way they do it is like professional though. <laughs> oh, yeah. They came in like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> like, like the professionals. Right. But lucky they didn't hurt anyone, you know. That's the place. So that's which is crazy when you got the first time ever. I couldn't write two days after that. Mm. Because they, they first time I got ever gunpoint in my head, you know. Right. Seen that man, I carry a gun all the time. And this, <laughs> and this was only a few years ago. You said so, like you've yeah, been in the business for so long, and it hasn't happened until that point, yeah, huh? Just only one, because it was in the Galleria Mall, and I never ever expected like they do like that, you know. Because regular my regular shop, we always like high security, right? You know, like my even the shop tower, we got like two three security at a shop, but this this one. Have, the biggest mall so we never thought like they go to the regular mall and drop like that you know man that's wild. crazy yeah yo um i think i'm gonna wrap it up yo johnny thank you for coming on the show man i appreciate you uh it's inspiring for sure for a lot of cats and a lot of asian immigrants in america yes sir you know what i'm saying of uh, making the american dream happen so yo yeah. much love to johnny dang over here tune in next week for another episode of fun with dumb he Yes, sir.